What's up, New York? You're listening to the Empire State Conservative Network Podcast. Hey guys, this next segment is brought to you by the Blackhawk Group. Blackhawk Group offers an unparalleled customer support service combined with top-level classroom installations and equipment servicing. They have years' worth of experience in this field, experience that is unmatched by competitors anywhere. Learn more about Blackhawk Group at www.blackhawkgroupllc.net. Everybody, welcome to the Empire State Conservative Network podcast. Today, we are going to discuss meatless Mondays in New York City schools. Thank you, Bill de Blasio. How a libertarian attorney in Buffalo is fighting for our Second Amendment rights. Not one, but two court cases, and how there is a proposal to split New York State into three separate sections. Honorable mention. Honorable mention to Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez for continually making gaffe after gaffe, and how a Mr. Reagan video on YouTube has piqued my interest. So for those of you who are new to the podcast, this podcast is for New York State conservatives who are tired of being ostracized by friends, families, and coworkers, mostly because they are insane liberals and you are actually a rational human being who lives in the real world. Yes, as Ronald Reagan once said, um, they know so much that isn't so. Now, let's get into the meat and potatoes of today. So we mentioned Meatless Mondays in New York City schools. Let's talk about it. In a Wall Street Journal article titled New York City School Menus Go Meatless on Mondays by Leslie Brody and Melanie Grace West, it's bye-bye chicken parmesan and hello veggie tacos, hummus, and grilled cheese. <laughs> Mayor Bill de Bl- well, grilled cheese is delicious. Mayor Bill de Blasio announced Monday that all New York City public schools will officially have Meatless Mondays starting next fall. City schools had already cut meat from their menu on Mondays last fall, except for whatever meat appeared in salad bars, a city Department of Education spokesman said. But the mayor trumpeted the step as a formal new policy that will improve the health of children and the planet. After eating barbecue beans with Brooklyn students, God, what a down-to-earth guy. The mayor used a news conference to repeat his pitch for mayoral control of the schools, saying he couldn't have made such a helpful change across the district without it. This month, he is lobbying for the legislature to extend mayoral control, of course, because... He's a communist, which expires in June, thank God. But they're going to give it back to him anyway. Before then, Mayor Michael Bloomberg won mayoral mayoral control in 2002. City schools were run by a central board of education and local elected community boards. That's well they should be. Yes. Not the mayor. No. Supporters say mayoral control clarifies accountability and reduces cronyism. How is that? That doesn't make any sense. That is the complete opposite of what it is. Oh, God. Anyway, but some parent advocates say the rules should be refined to allow more checks to the mayor's authority, yes, and give parents more say in policy decisions, yes. The nation's largest school district follows others, such as Los Angeles, and offering only vegetarian dishes on Mondays, saying the move will help the environment by cutting greenhouse gases. Tuesday, however, the city school's lunch menu says they will serve barbecue bacon burgers. Nice way to make up for it. Meatless Monday replaces Chicken Day, and representatives of the poultry industry cried foul. Thomas Super, <laughs> a spokesman... Yeah, it's actually an interesting play on words there. Thomas Super, a spokesman for the National Chicken Council, a Washington, D.C.-based trade group, said his organization has, quote, serious concerns about limiting students' choices in the school cafeteria, mainly eating his meat, especially for low-income children whose only access to high-quality protein might be during the school day. Eggs and cheese will remain on the Monday menu. Bloody, 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 blah. Okay, so... What are your thoughts on this? Well, if you believe in conspiracies, this is just Bill de Blasio preparing New York for communist New York City. Meaning that there will be food shortages, there will not be enough meat to go around, so you should be ready to eat beans and only vegetables. And it is, but in reality, this is just a whole bunch of nonsense. Prevent greenhouse gases, pollution, the environment, health. It's, it's all nonsense. 
What it really is is him trying to cut back money-wise. Yeah. Because the city is going broke, mm-hmm. he's trying to save money by eliminating meat from schools on Mondays. Yeah. It's not going to do anything. It's going to make him look like he's trying to do something, which is what Democratic politicians in this state do all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at me. I'm passing a texting law. Oh, wait, there's already a law on texting? I'm going to pass it anyway. Yeah. Oh, let's pass the SAFE Act to prevent school shootings. Oh, we don't have school shootings in New York? Okay, let's pass it anyway. It's the exact same thing. It's all nonsense. It's more virtue signaling from the left that doesn't actually do anything. How would cutting chicken out of lunches on Monday possibly help the environment? I don't... It doesn't make any sense. It, it Because it won't. Yeah. And it won't improve the health of students because all you're doing is, they're like you said, they're... They had beans, barbecue beans. How are barbecue beans better for you than chicken? This is plant protein, according to them. It's all nonsense. It's complete (laughs) bullshit. It's, again, virtue signaling from the left, Mm. complete nonsense, making them look like they're doing something while de Blasio runs the city into the ground, which he has bankrupted. Yeah, I mean, again, you, you see these words, and he mentioned it. At when they were talking about the highest high school education rates in city history a couple months back. And when realistically, they've lowered standards to such a point that over 75% of students graduating from New York City public school are not ready, according to CUNY, City University of New York standards, to actually attend uh, undergraduate degree study. So that just goes to show that's all he's trying to do. You're right. All he's doing is grandstanding, and Evan and I work in fitness. I've run a fitness business on the line for six years. I have a nutrition certification, which means that I can go over nutrition plans with people. Let me be the first to tell you, if you are a vegan or a vegetarian and you're not getting protein sources from animal, you're going to feel like death. Evan, you mentioned before the show, you have a coworker who tried for, what, two days before she gave up because she well, felt had, so awful? I had a coworker who tried a fruit-only plan for two days and had to give it up. I had a client who went to a nutritionist. Nutritionist, if you if you are listening to this, we are both doing air quotes, many vicious air quotes. And after two days, she's like, oh, I'm only doing green vegetables. I'm like, honestly, this is a bad idea. I'm telling you, it's a better idea. You can try it if you want. She gave up after one day. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't I can't function. My body is not able to function. I have no energy, and I feel like I'm going to pass out. Yeah. You're, we are, human beings are omnivores. If you don't want to eat meat because you're a nutcase and you think it somehow saves animals, okay, fine. But don't tell me that you're healthier from not getting animal fat and protein in your, in your diet. It, it's not true. Look at the skeleton standing where Bill Clinton once did. It's the same exact thing. And on top of that, too, you, you're right. You need animal protein. If you want a complete diet, this isn't a PSA, but if you want a complete diet, you need a mixture of plants. You certainly do need to eat plants. You can't, you know, the carnivore diet, which is a new fad right now, not which is where you eat all meat and no plant or vegetable-based things, That you don't do that. But at the same time, you need to eat a co- nice combination of both in order to be healthy. So... This is just de Blasio trying to cram the way that he lives his life, which is his choice, which is fine. It's it's misguided, but it's fine. Oh, he's clearly the pillar of health, his fat ass. (laughs) And if you look at every any vegan that I've ever met, no offense to vegan, oh, some offense to vegans, any male vegan that I've ever met, they are little doughy, they are little anemic doughy little soy boy cucks. Mm -hmm. They're they have like they're like skinny fat. They look like their body's made of play doh. They got the Carmelo Anthony body, circa two (laughs) thousand six. It's they're not healthy people. No. They're not. And if you look at like vegan recipes or things like cakes and other stuff like that, they are loaded with sugar. You know why? Because vegan stuff tastes like garbage. Yes. Most ve- most meatless like substitutes are made from soy. Soy increases estrogen. That's why they get bitch. You, these, you have these men with boobs and extra excess body fat. 
the vegan lifestyle is not a healthy lifestyle. No, it's not. And uh, the fact that he's advocating for this and they're doing it under the guise of it's better health-wise is just ridiculous. It's just another way for him to take total control because that's what he wants. And that's what the Democrats are trying to do in this state in particular, but also around the country with the new faces of the Democratic Party. They want total control of your lives. And this is just another way that they're going to be able to exhibit that. So next on the docket, let us get into... A libertarian attorney in Buffalo is fighting for our Second Amendment rights on not one, but two cases. So, Jim Ostrowski, the libertarian attorney that we just discussed, is diligently fighting two critical court cases against New York State's unconstitutional gun control regime in 2019. This is according to 2AWNY.com. These include Libertarian Party of Erie County versus Cuomo. I already love them. And the people of the state of New York versus Benjamin Wassel. The former seeks to nullify New York State's pistol permit requirement and was argued before the U.S. Court of Appeals on February 20th, 2019, just one step away from U.S. Supreme Court review. The latter seeks to reverse a 2013 Safe Act conviction and overturn the Safe Act in total based on a range of constitutional violations and was argued in New York State Supreme Court on February 28th. 2019. Here's a summary of the oral arguments of both cases to review in order to place this all in the proper context. So, blah, 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 blah. yeah, this doesn't really go into it. This is just point by point. You can look at their podcast, 2AWNY.com. We actually just reached out to them before the show to have them on our podcast because all they want to do, and it says it right at the top of their homepage, is to destroy New York gun control. Evan, what are your thoughts on this? Finally, an advocate for the Second Amendment in this state. I didn't think it existed. This makes me so happy. So happy. And I had this discussion. So I work, one of the teachers that I work with, I'm not going to name him, well, I just kind of gave it away because it's like three male teachers. It's a him. But one but of them, yes, one work. of the male, yeah, of course, one of the male teachers that I work with, he's he's another gun enthusiast, who, you know, Second Amendment supporter like I am. And we were discussing today and people always go up to him and they're like, well, tell me, why would you need an automatic weapon? Why would you need an AR-15? People don't understand. You do not need to, you don't have to justify a need to exercise a right. Yep. Why do you need, you know, why do you need freedom of speech? Why do you need a right to privacy? Why do you need, um, what's that thing called? Due process. I, I you know, why? When you say that thing, I'm yeah. not really sure. Why do you need thing. them? Okay. And it's the same argument. Did Rosa Parks need to sit at the front of the bus? No. But it was her, it is her right as an American to sit wherever on the goddamn bus she wanted to. Correct. So you do not have to justify a need when you are exercising a right and this if they eliminate the pistol permit requirement in new york state i will be so happy because all it is is a cash grab and an infringement on our rights it's absolutely insane i'm actually now going to hold off on filing paperwork for a pistol permit because if he wins this i'm not going to have to file it i'll be able to go buy a pistol same way i go buy a shotgun i go they do the background check I go through the computer, they do all my checks, and then I can walk out with a pistol. So this is huge, huge, huge. If he wins, it would be absolutely amazing. Listen, New York City, sorry, you're going to get left behind because, you know, the Second Amendment doesn't exist there. But people in western New York, Long Island, all these places, we, you know, we there are plenty of people who are gun enthusiasts, who are Second Amendment supporters. There are Democrats who are Second Amendment supporters. But they were, and I, t- I was talking to uh, Jared Buchanan. Um, he was a candidate for um, Putnam Valley something, whatever. Um, we'll go more in depth with him next week. Um, I found his story online. Um, but essentially what happens is you have gun owners who are Democrats who refuse to vote Republican. 
So that's a big reason why they wouldn't vote Cuomo out because they refuse to vote for Molinaro. They refuse to vote for Larry Sharp because they will only vote Democrat. Democrats will only vote Democrat. And that is a big, big problem. So the fact that these court ca- that someone is bringing these court cases up and challenging these unconstitutional laws is huge for our constitutional rights in this state. And I hope he wins. Anything that you guys can do to support him, we are going to put a link in the, in the description of this episode mm-hmm. so you guys can follow up with this on your own and you guys can support if you want to. But this is huge for our constitutional rights. This makes me so happy. It made me so happy. And this made my Tuesday feel just unbelievable. Yeah. So, yeah. So watch out for that link, guys. It's going to be included in the show description when you see this on the page or on our website, EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com, or on our Facebook page. Just type in Empire State Conservatives in the search bar. You'll find us. You can like the page. and You'll stay up to date on everything. And also, every night at 9 p.m., you'll have an opportunity to check out our email and to join our email list. And in that email list, there will be a link to said donation. So you can help this man try and take back our Second Amendment rights in the state because, like we've talked about on past shows in the city, they're virtually non-existent unless you bring your, your gun to one of, what I think it was, six ranges in, in the entire city. You can't you, bring it outside the city You have to get a permit to get a shotgun to defend your home in New York City. It's yeah. absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's nuts. And obviously, if de Blasio had his way and knew that there wouldn't be crazy ramifications, he would just completely do away with the Second Amendment entirely in New York City. This next segment is brought to you by Items for All Occasions. Items for All Occasions specializes in helping you sync up with what you need for your event's promotional needs. Whether it's announcements, cards, giveaways, invitations, tchotchkes, or video books, they have you covered. Learn more about Items for All Occasions at www.itemsforallocasions.com. But speaking of doing away with things in New York City, so now we're thinking of splitting the state in not one, not two, but three. So this proposal... Uh, Let's see. It's a renewed push to divide New York, but not into states, according to News10.com. Buffalo Area Assemblyman David DiPietro introduced a bill that would split New York City into three separate regions. A New York region, a Montauk region, and a New Amsterdam region. New York would include the Bronx, Kings, New York, Queens, and Richmond counties. Good, let them have them. New York City. Montauk would include the Nassau, Suffolk, Rockland, and Westchester counties. We can live with that. New Amsterdam would include every county north of Westchester, so you guys get your own. Now, here's a caveat. DiPietro says each region would elect its own governor yes legislature yes and judicial wing but for federal purposes only new york state will remain as one state so this is uh, on their website right now i'm clicking on it from newyorkassembly.gov and this has not been voted on as of yet so evan what are your thoughts on this proposal i actually think it's kind of interesting i think it's actually a great idea so what it would allow is since new york is New York's kind of like the rest of the country. It's kind of like America, but all put into one state. Mm. We have very different regions upstate and very different people living upstate. Long Island is very different, you know, geographically and socioeconomically than New York City is. New York City is more like, you know, like Los Angeles or Chicago, where it's just a metropolis. So you shouldn't have people who have to live upstate where there are bears and deer and things like that have to abide by laws that are only beneficial to people who live in New York City. And it isn't even, fair. Yeah. And to have and the reason why the Electoral College was created for the country was to prevent large cities from determining how the rest of the country works. And because different parts of the country have very different needs. People in Oklahoma, their needs are different than people in New York. People in California, their needs are very different from people in North Dakota. This is These are just facts. There's no like, oh, well, it was done to protect slavery. No, 
This was done to protect people from being lambasted by people in big cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was done to protect the little guy. Okay, again, which is why the forefathers of this country are probably the smartest people in history to come up with this, to have this system and to implement it the way that they did. It's absolutely amazing. So in order to do this, you would be able to have Western New Yorkers have a governor that is has the interests of Western New Yorkers in it, in mind. You could have Cuomo still rule over New York City with Bill de Blasio because that, apparently that's what they love. You know, Long Island, Westchester, and Rockland County, we could have our own stuff. It's, it's a really, really good idea. The problem is that... The legislature now will not go for it. So the only way to get this thing passed is to elect conservatives or Republicans, even if they are neocons, into, you know, the state legislature. You have to get the Democratic control out of here because it's never going to pass with that because the Democrats go, well, we control everything. Why would we why on earth would we give up any control in this state? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, it would be beneficial for almost every citizen in this state, except for New York City, because New York City would end up going bankrupt because everyone would leave and they would have no money. Yeah. And that's what I'm hoping for. But yeah, no, I was I was just about to say before you said it, that the Democratic uh, legislature that it's in act now is not going to allow this to happen. And I I had an episode about this when there was a proposition going around just to divide it into two, an upstate and a downstate. And I didn't like that idea. I do like this idea. I agree with a lot of what Evan said. And I, it's just not going to happen. They want, and I said this in the beginning, not yet. But as it stands right now, with who isn't elected right now in the state Senate, obviously with Cuomo, they do not want to rescind their power. They want total control of the state. The more control that they can get to pass their agenda, the better. Unfortunately, for a lot of us, they do not represent our best interests in any way, shape, or form. It doesn't matter how far upstate you are or where you are on the island, like Evan and I are talking to you from right now. So, the best thing we can do is, and we say this almost every episode, and we'll say it again, we got to get out there in 2020, and we need to vote. And we need to vote these schmucks out that are on the docket, who are Democrats, who are neocons, and we need to replace them with candidates who actually meet our values, or at least they appear to. Obviously, it's not always very difficult to do with politicians. But that said, the more we can get rid of these Democrats, the more conservatives we can elect, Evan is right, the more likely it is that a proposition like this will pass. And that way, Emperor Cuomo's reign will cease to exist upstate, north of Westchester County, and also for Westchester Westchester County, Long Island, and Rockland County. I think it's a great idea, but again, it's probably not going to pass. Do you, did you want to go into Ocasio-Cortez? Before? Yeah, let's just rip on her dumbass comments. Yeah, so mention the couple that you want to go over. And then right. I want to go over a conspiracy that piqued my interest. Okay, so Ocasio-Cortez, if anyone knows, she was at South by Southwest, and she made some very asinine comments about this country no. and just about the world in general and words and what they mean. And what vocabulary is and what dictionary should be. And the fact that dictionary should be given to every person in America so that they do not fall under the same, let's go with, idiocy that she lives with. So, first she said that America is garbage. She did. She came out and said it. She goes, well, if we should try to improve our lives, if we, we shouldn't just settle with 10% up from garbage. First of all, this country right now, regardless of what CNN tells you, is doing better than it has in 30 years. The economy is better. Unemployment is at a, is at its lowest rate ever. It's almost impossible to not find a job. Really, unless you're if not you're looking. looking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Unemployment for not only not only white people, so let's not try to make this an issue, but also African-Americans, Hispanics, mm-hmm. everybody. 
it's at an all-time low, okay? It's the country's doing great. We have no foreign wars going on right now. That there is nothing wrong going on in this country. There's no one is oppressed in this country. The fact that the that the liberals keep pushing this agenda is absolutely insane. The country Radical is not garbage. Social justice. It's all bullshit. It's mm. all garbage. Okay. So the country is doing better than it has in 30 years. But she thinks it's garbage. Then she wants to push her. You know, this is what she does. She pushes her socialism. So she goes, well, uh, I don't think the country. You know, the government is unredeemable, but I think capitalism is unredeemable. And then she goes on to give a ridiculous definition of capitalism. But not only a definition of capitalism, she starts off with what capitalism means to me. (laughs) Okay, well, what asshole means to me is a giant picture of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, if you want to play that game. Then she proceeds to define capitalism by using the word capital 300 times. And it's about capital and accruing capital and having capital. I love capital. And capital matters more than anything else. Yet her socialism is the complete confiscation of capital from the American people yes. and redistribution of wealth. Mm-hmm. And that's quote-unquote redistribution of wealth because really where the wealth goes is to her and to her cronies in political office. Which she's already doing. Yes. Many, many instances of that. First off, I mean, we don't have to get into it, but paying your staffers $80,000 or less so they don't have to report disclosures. Obviously, her campaign staffer, um, or the guy who runs chief of staff, I forget his name, Sekrat Chakrabarty or something yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah, but that, that guy um, sw- swindling $885,000 um, from a pack that he created to an LLC that he created, also paying her boyfriend for marketing services, which she did not provide just to pay him. Her living in an apartment, which, let's be honest, she doesn't go to and they don't even clean out for three to six months in terms of mail. So... These are just some of the many offenses that she has committed in terms of finance. And yet she's trying to tell us that capitalism is evil. Meanwhile, she's profiting off it. I believe, isn't Netflix or Hulu doing a documentary on I think her? it's Netflix. And you think and she's she, not getting paid for that? You think she wasn't paid for herself by Southwest speech either? It's Come all on. ridiculous. She wears like $3,000 outfits. Yeah, it's not just that one time. Maybe This is a, this is a $20 hat. She has like a $5,000 watch. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a break. She's so full of it. It's like she's like Tom Haverford at Parks and Rec. You invite people in the government to a club that you own to drink a liquor that you invented. You can't use the government to further... I mean, people do, but you're not supposed to use the government to further your own wealth. You're supposed to use it to serve the people. And the biggest problem, and she said it before, is that she thinks that she's the boss. She's not the boss. She works for the people, the people who elected her. She, They are her boss. As soon as she comes up for re-election, they decide whether or not she stays in office. She doesn't get to go, well, I'm not ready to leave. They are the ones who are in charge. She is not in charge. She is a representative of the people. And the fact that she doesn't understand that simple fact is disgusting and disturbing in and of itself. And the fact that she thinks that people in this country who don't have jobs are left to die is insane. We have a huge welfare system. That's what's bankrupting New York City. And the country. No one is left to die. You know who's left to die? People who have drug addictions who are living on the street. Those are the people who are being left to die. Who are being handed out nice, clean hypodermic needles in places like San Francisco. Who are allowed to shit on the sidewalks in places like San Francisco. Those are the people who are being left out to die 
on the government dime, by the way, that we are paying our taxpayer dollars towards. And one more thing I wanted to note, I, I know you didn't get a chance to take a look at it, but I sent this to Evan and Justin over the weekend. There is a video that's going around, and it's been, it's been talked about on conservative radio. Andrew Clavin covered it on his show yesterday by uh, a YouTube channel that I hadn't heard of until I saw this from a guy, uh, Mr. Reagan's name of the channel. It's obviously not his name, I don't believe. But basically, it was about, I think, a 20-minute video, and... It, it broke down how Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez may just be a puppet and that Sekhar Chakrabarty, her chief of staff, and also the founder of Justice Democrats may have hired her as an actress to be a politician. And it sounds insane. He's laughing. No, I just thought of Team America World Police. You're puppets. No, you're puppets. Yeah, exactly. They're all puppets. Yes. But what's interesting is that he actually, you know, it's, it's a conspiratorial video, don't get me wrong. But it's interesting because when she does a speech, when she does a planned event, and it's not off the cuff, when it's a pre-planned thing, she seems to do a lot better. Still asinine, but she does better than when a reporter catches her and it's like, do you have any comment on the Green New Deal or XYZ? And she sounds like a complete nutter moron talking in circles. It actually kind of made some sense. So basically, again, the, the whole spiel behind it was that she was a hired actress. There were there were auditions, and they chose her because they saw that she had star power to run on this platform that they had created to say the talking points that they had created to push the policies that they want to push across. Because he and he, and he said this guy that Chakrabarty, even though he's wealthy. He, he probably has Asperger's, and there's some other people, too, involved who just don't have the charisma that was, she does. Was Harvey Weinstein involved in part of the casting? No, but interestingly, I think that's she was the only the way. Video. that's the only way I think that she would have gotten hired. I mean, look, she's with a paper attractive bag over and she's her. charismatic. No, with a paper bag over her head. Yeah, but, you know, she's attractive, she's charismatic. I don't know, I thought, I thought it was an interesting conspiracy theory. I don't know. I mean, to me... I, I believe in that type of stuff anyway, so I'm probably not the best or most objective person to look at these things, but I thought it was interesting, and it, I, don't, I wouldn't find it difficult to find outside the realm of possibility. Uh, so anyway, guys, if you like the show, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review where applicable on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube. It always helps. And if you can, please share it with a fellow Empire State conservative or even someone on the left who's really not happy with how things are going on their side because, as we pointed out many times throughout this show and on previous shows, they are moving further and further to the left towards socialism which is not what we want it becomes a totalitarian state it only benefits those in power not the people that are their wealth is redistributed to which is a whole venezuela has rolling blackouts now they are now they are without electricity 17 babies died the other day they were they were that. without food now they are they were without milk they were without toilet paper now they are even without electricity we do not want that in this country we do not no one wants that in this country but that is where it will end up going because the people at the top will hoard all the money that's how castro got wealthy that's how the venezuelan dictator is amassed all his money they take your money and they give you minimal stuff back and in case of venezuela they're running out of money so they're getting nothing back yep so again please share this with anybody that'll really help and also if you can afford just five dollars a month you get this the empire uh our don't let fear take your freedom wristband you also get mailbag access so every friday we will do a show, Evan and myself. This Friday, we're going to have on Vicky Palladino, the president of the Whitestone Republican Club, to expose some of the corruption going on in the city GOP. And I know not all of you are from the city, but it's interesting to see because if it's happening at that level, then you know it's happening up by you. There are some good senators in the state, state senators, not our actual federal senators, but... 
Still, there's a lot of corruption around. That's why people aren't getting out to vote. So she's going to talk about what's going on and what we can do to rile up the base to find good quality candidates like herself so we can get them out there. It's going to be very interesting. Justin, the godfather, will be joining us on Friday as well. The name that I anointed him as he brings in expensive deli meat. Also, on top of that, we're going to have an upvote downvote. <laughs> that was terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> We have an hey, Capicola! <laughs> yeah, don't be offended, everybody. No snowflakes allowed. But we're also going to have an upvote-downvote thing. I'm going to finish it very soon. He keeps saying this. I, it's, it's difficult on Squarespace. It, it's been... It's, this, is going on. This, is go, this has been going on, Two people. Weeks. Two weeks. It's not that long. It'll happen. Just don't Just yes. don't hold your breath. It's, it's, we have an upvote-downvote section where you can upvote and downvote stories that we may or may not be talking about throughout the week. Obviously, the more it upvoted, the more likely we are to talk about that is for donors only, and that will be included as a perk. And then also, if you can afford $50 for the year, saving you $10 a year instead of paying $5 a month for 12 months, $50 one time. You get the wristband, you get mailbag access. You also get uh, access to the upvote-downvote platform, which will debut at some point. Maybe. But also, you will get this. The Empire's Take Your Serve Network hoodie. Logo on the front. Name and number on the back. Size is small to 5XL, so no matter how big or small you are, we have a size for you. Guys, thanks so much for watching. I'm Pete. This is Evan. We're signing off. Have a great rest of the day, everyone. Come back at you tomorrow. Have a good one. Hey everyone, it's Evan from Empire State Conservative Network. Please check us out on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and subscribe and leave us a five-star review. Also, check us out on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives, on YouTube at Empire State Conservative Network, on Instagram at GetRedPilledNY, and on Twitter at Empire State Cons. Also, check out our store at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com store for all current and future merchandise to help melt the snowflakes in your life. And as always, don't let fear take your freedom.